Hello and welcome to the Self-Help Songwriter Podcast, a place for self-healers and music lovers. My name is Hannah Francis. I'm a singer-songwriter who is obsessed with self-help, as the title would suggest, because it's actually really helped me. I have anxiety issues, as do many of us music lovers, (laughs) and I'm certain that the answers to life's big questions lie within each of us. And on this podcast, we search for these answers by analyzing songs, sometimes with the people who wrote them, and sometimes it's just you and me, baby. And today it is the latter. And I'm so excited to bring you this new format. I'm going to do more frequent solo episodes, but shorter because I got a lot of things to say around my songwriting philosophy. And I've been getting some questions and this is the perfect format. And you know, The interviews are, of course, going to continue once a month. They are my favorite thing in the world. But in between, you're going to get little nuggets from me. And then you and I just get to hang out. So I'm so excited. If you have any things that you want me to talk about, come find me on Instagram. I'm at selfhelpsongwriter. Or send me an email, selfhelpsongwriter at gmail. You know, go to my website. There's a lot of different ways to contact me (laughs) out there. Comment on YouTube. I don't know. You know, leave a rating and review on this podcast. I should mention that as well. That would be a really great way to tell me what you're interested in and what you resonate with, actually. So I really appreciate it when you do that. Thank you so much. So today I'm going to talk to you guys about blooming. And what do I mean by blooming? Because that's like my whole thing. That's like all of my services or the things I'm doing, I've branded them that way because it's really my ethos. So I wanted to break that down. I'm not going to be able to break it all down today because there's a lot that goes into it, but I can give you an overview and then I'm going to zero in on one aspect and talk about that and stick around till the end, which is in not very long. And I'll be explaining the blooming things that I have. If you're like, Ooh, I want to bloom. I want to do the bloom. Then, uh, you know, stick around. (laughs) And always you can read about everything on my website, selfhelpsongwriter.com. Oh my God. I feel like I've said that a thousand times, just the word self-help songwriter. So never again in this episode, let's see if I can do it. I can't, I won't. All right. (laughs) Today, I want to talk to you guys about blooming. Let's get into the weeds of blooming. So just like manifesting or the law of attraction, it's just, it's not like you're blooming or you're not blooming. You're not manifesting or not manifesting. Everyone is blooming all the time, just like everyone is manifesting all the time, just like everyone is using the law of gravity all the time. Whether you do so consciously or not consciously is happening because that is the forward moving energy of the universe. So that's just the way it goes. My idea of blooming is that it's a process. We're always growing just with the passing of time, we're going to be growing. Sometimes we grow 
or the growing feels better when we give ourselves slower time. Sometimes the growing feels better when we give ourselves more activities and have a packed schedule. You know, it can look different for each of us, depending on what season we're in, what phase we're in. So doing this blooming process consciously, I think adds so much power to it. That's why I love talking about using the power of music consciously because then, oh my gosh, we use it unconsciously so much and it's so helpful. So just imagine, just imagine I'm, oh, I just love this topic so much. I'm getting, I'm getting excited. Yeah. So (laughs) this, when we use it consciously and when we are blooming consciously, I often call this climbing the emotional ladder. And in order to climb the emotional ladder, that means just reaching for the next best feeling. And I have some things to say about that. I'll probably do an entire episode just on that because it's not always what you think. But so in this episode, I want to really talk about and break down the very first steps of the blooming soul songwriting process, the blooming soul songwriting process. I can never really say that very smoothly, but I like the meaning of it. And I like how, anyway, whatever the blooming soul songwriting process, the first steps, super important. Number one space. And that's also the key to creativity and number two intention. So let me talk about these two things, space and intention. Number one, space. It's so interesting. I just realized a few months ago because I'd always thought of, you know, the creative process and often as songwriters, we think, oh, we are so much more inspired and creative when we're sad or when we're low, when we're feeling those low vibration emotions, that that is ripe for creativity. And it is, it totally is. And I just recently had the epiphany, actually, while I was listening to my friend Leia Van Doren's podcast called The Creative Soul Podcast, and her go, uh, her guest, I'm like really twisting my words today, Her, I'm not editing this at all. That's the thing also about solo episodes. They are not going to be edited, not one single second. So I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> So anyway, Leia's guest, this was in the fall, was um, Sydney Weiss, and she has her own podcast. Actually, I'm going to be on it next week. It's called Seek the Joy Podcast, and I'm just so excited. I mean, Seek the Joy. Come on. So these two chicks are like soul sisters. I love them so much. They are Just check out their podcast. Anyway, I realized while I was listening to their conversation about creativity and like the emotional creative process that actually the reason why songwriters think that being sad lends itself to creativity is because that's the time where we give ourselves space. What do you think about that? I think, I think that's true. It's true for me anyway. I noticed that back when I, especially when I started writing songs, out of, you know, kind of out of nowhere, that was when I was really, really sad. And I had a lot of space. I was really like hermiting in my apartment and it was, 
you know, a great, very potent time for introspection and reflection and kind of, you know, emotional problem solving, which is what my songs attempt to do. Now I realize that, but at the time, I don't know. It was just happening naturally. So I would really encourage you to, even if you're feeling sad, and by sad, I mean happy, even if you're feeling happy, (laughs) the opposite of sad, to treat yourself like you're sad in a way, like put yourself in a hole, treat yourself, be really nice to yourself, like give yourself that loving, generous attention that you would normally give yourself just when you absolutely need it. Try giving that to yourself when you don't need that. See what happens. Because here's the thing with my songwriting and with all my sessions, the thing that I do every time, the only thing that has in common, all of these different songwriting sessions is the space that I give it. I give it space. Putting a container around time is huge. And then that's where number two comes in the intention. Intention is so huge. And that intention determines where that space can go. So for me, I love to use that space to climb the emotional ladder. And I love to use my songwriting to climb the emotional ladder. Now I used to do this by accident, like I said, but now looking back and now it's become a very conscious thing. And now it's like my entire brand. And that's my whole ethos is use music consciously and have this intention for emotional improvement. And going back to the spaceness, see, this is all very metaphysical. It all lends itself to each other. In order to emotionally improve, guess what you got to do? You have to accept where you are. You have to hold space for the truth of that moment, no matter how much you hate the, the way the moment is. Because obviously, if you wanted to climb the ladder, you probably you know, don't really like exactly where you are. So the more we can soften that and not be so afraid to be where we are, even if it's not somewhere we want to be, if that makes sense, then that's the only way that we can get to the next step. So that's acceptance. And I'm going to be talking about that next time. That's a whole other, it's a whole other thing. And I'm going to read you guys one of my favorite quotes from Eckhart Tolle. Like I said, that's for next time. So I'm going to start wrapping up and telling you guys a little bit about my blooming, how does that look for me and the spaces that I provide for you guys. So that looks like concerts. On Monday, March 7th, I'm going to do a free concert. So you can sign up on my website, selfhelpsongwriter.com slash concert. Links are going to be wherever you're listening or watching this. And that's a way for me to really connect with you and play for you a bunch of blooming songs that exemplify this. And if you yourself want to start thinking about writing songs or just connecting with your inner song lover, the part of you that is so deeply connected to music and is so deeply creative, like let's get those parts together and really play with them. So I'm going to do a songwriting workshop where I'm going to like break down all the things that go into writing a song, in my opinion. And 
you know, I'll be breaking down song structure. So like you'll learn actual things, but then also we're going to do a lot of self-reflection and then we're going to do some song reflection. So read more about that also on my website. That is, that will be on March 21st. And then I have obviously not obviously, why would you know? If you follow me on Instagram, then it's obvious. I got the, (laughs) I have the five women song circle coming up on March 13th. That's a Sunday. And that's just five women, and I'm going to write a song for the group. And last week, I broke down the song that was the result of the first circle, which was incredible. The topic was our highest vision of romantic love. And it was really, really interesting to put together these different experiences and opinions and energies and journeys of a group. It's different. It's a different thing, but it was really cool and it really worked. And I hope you can join me for the next one. And you know what, guys, I hope you enjoyed this new format. Let me know. I wanted just to keep it quick, give you something a little interesting, give you something to reflect on. And so just a little exercise, something that you guys can take home this week. I want you guys to think about your favorite song and think about what emotional journey happens in that song. Cause there probably is one. There definitely is one. There at least is one. Even if there isn't one lyrically, there is one melodically or there's one happening within you. So that's something to reflect on. And I, if you have any answers to that question, please let me know. I'm a super nerd. There's a reason I'm doing this. I'm super into it. (laughs) So I cannot wait to continue this conversation on all of the socials. I'm at self-help songwriter. Y'all know where to find me. I cannot wait to talk to you next time. Thank you so much for being here. You know what? And if you've been listening to me, you know what I'm going to say until next time. Just you guys, it's super important to me that you do this. Just okay. Listening. Enjoy your life. Ciao.